welcome back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. Um, this is episode seven. We're almost to ten. What a record. (laughs) And the name of this episode is Polynesian Baddies Rise Up. Um, (laughs) So my name is Dason. And I'm Drew. And today we're going to be talking about, we've gotten this question quite a bit, um, especially because Drew is like one of one famous someone <laughs> TikToker. <laughs> um, so we've had quite a few people ask us to speak about um, growing up as someone girls and things mm-hmm. of that nature, right? Yeah, it's been a very, like, I don't know, I, I don't know if eye-opening is the word, but like being in the mainstream media world now as a someone person, it's been like a completely different experience than just like navigating regular life as like a someone person you know what I mean it's like different it's like it hits different I think as you get older I feel like for most people yeah people as you grow up you grow a deeper appreciation for your culture and oh yeah family and things like that yeah yeah because we definitely it was so weird that our first topic we ever covered on this podcast was um Polynesian representation within media period yeah Um, especially because Drew at that time I don't even think had a hundred thousand followers and that was about a year ago because we filmed in February of last year yeah no it didn't it didn't even have that to be honest Mm -hmm. I didn't wasn't even close to I think I maybe had like nine thousand or ten thousand at the time if that it's interesting seeing how you have like five million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety one more, more people <laughs> now yeah life so, comes at you fast right in less than a year which is wild so yeah that um, first episode that's when we thought we were straw hat goofy but we weren't oh covering movies yeah yeah <laughs> we're, we're on our yeah we're on our j stube shit right <laughs> trying to cover movies while drew's drinking out of the noisiest hydro flask in the world I'm coughing it was just a hot mess so there you go um but yeah so we wanted to start off kind of going through our childhood and also on December 15th I was born at (laughs) Um, but we wanted to go through our childhood um growing up as um someone and what was that like so like one of the first things I always tell people when they ask me about what it was like to grow up someone is that up until high school, my sister and I were the only Samoan people in our schools. Yeah. And so, because we went to school and grew up in a predominantly Latino area. So a lot mm-hmm. of our friends are Mexican. Um, There's very few white kids, a few black kids, if that, and then us. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think we touched on this a little bit on the first episode. We had really like for me like I used to like when I first started like people were like oh what are you I would tell them I was Mexican because I wanted to just be like everyone else because no one else was like me Mm -hmm. and then my teacher heard me saying that and told my mom and then I got in trouble and I was like you are not Mexican there's nothing wrong with Mexican people but you are someone and you need to be proud of your culture I never said that I never well no I never lied about what I was but I would tell people I'm someone and then they would say well, I, we used to say Samoan at the time, which yeah. is the improper pronunciation of that. But I used to say I was I was Samoan, and then people would be like, "What's that?" Mm-hmm. And then I would say, "It's like Hawaii." Yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay," because everybody's Got familiar it. with Hawaii. 
Um, it's nothing like Hawaii, literally at all. Yeah. I mean, they're both Polynesian close. cultures. They're but... both Polynesian, but they are not the same. Yeah, not in any way, shape, or form. They're not even. The, they're not the same island. So I don't know why I would say that. But I think that was just like association. I was just tired of having to explain it to people. Mm-hmm. So I would say that. And then I remember, at like a back to school night, um, our, my our dad heard me say that, and then he like lectured me on the way home and was yeah. like, I don't know why you're telling people that. Because I'd tell people they they were like, Oh, so you're Hawaiian, and I'd be like, Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Like I would literally <laughs> just be like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was just tired of it. Um, and he's like, I don't know why you tell people that you're not Hawaiian. Like, stop saying that. And mm-hmm. he would tell me, Um, you need to be proud. Like, same thing. You you should yeah. be proud of being. And it's Samoan, not Samoan. And if, I don't want to hear you say it like that ever again. <laughs> it's so annoying <laughs> to listen to. So. And that was like one of my very first memories, I think, of like um, identifying with, you know, being someone, being a someone person. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And then we mm-hmm. obviously our first episode was literally just about us being represented in media and what that was like. So when I was in like kindergarten, I'd be like, oh, like, do you guys know Rikishi? Like, that's someone. <laughs> that's who I am. And Rikishi um, is like our only frame of reference. Right. And we started to do like his like his move was that he would put his butt in people's faces yeah like he would he would like slam people with his butt with his like, butt, he would crush which, people with his which butt. is honestly the most someone thing ever because we think yeah. like farts and butt stuff is so funny you it's know? just and he's a bigger guy so mm-hmm. it's like crushing them beneath his weight it's kind of like it's like a weight <laughs> joke too like with it's his like big whole, juicy ass it was yeah. his, big, his dump truck put it on <laughs> people's faces so yeah yeah rikishi and then the rock that was pretty much it but like the rock like i think is someone that has done really well like transitioning to mainstream media so now he's not just well known by like samoans and minority people because the wwe is like so huge in samoan culture i i don't know why like we they just we just love wwe like well i don't like it but i think if i look at it i think it's because it's funny and people are getting hurt yeah and that's that, that's like a good that's point. like like if we hung out with our cousins that's what we're laughing at is each other yeah and being funny and yeah know. and we love making each other laugh so yeah like, and sometimes that's always just hurting each other which i literally why it's like <laughs> hurting each other physically or making fun of each other it's like one or the other literally like with, yeah. with cousins and shit like uh, yeah oh we're just trying to make each other laugh at all yeah times. but like in like someone like like our dad told us this too like he idolized wwe people like so did like our uncle like they just love wwe wrestlers I know, like i wonder i think why. it's just the entertainment i think it's just the sure. pageantry of it like it's just so fun to watch like as a kid i think mm-hmm. and then obviously you have like like people like even like like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like before yeah. he was before he was Dwayne Johnson, he was the Rock. You know what I mean? Like, and which then the Rock is what people call the island Samoa. of Samoa, which yeah. I know it's like an older. Old. That is one creative man over there. I tell yeah, you what, like, DJ, <laughs> like and like Roman Reigns, like he he came later on, but sure. like you know, like there there was like Rikishi was like revered as like one of the biggest WWE stars, mm-hmm. like when we were younger, so. I think that's just what it is like there's just lots of I think uh allure to someone people with WWE which I think is funny so that was like pretty much all we had other than the NFL because <laughs> like, yeah. even when Lilo and Stitch came out I'm like I mean I guess yeah <laughs> like, well we're also not, really. not we're also not 
Kanaka. So no, like, I know. Like, that's what you're saying. I know. Like, I'm saying, I mean, but even then, that was like yeah. as close as we got to. And even then, like their storyline was fucking aliens. So mm-hmm. and wasn't it all about yeah. being Hawaiian? Yeah. yeah, it's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I feel really represented now. Yeah. The one thing I will praise Lilo and Stitch for is what they look like, like their facial features, the noses, and stuff. her the feet. noses, yeah, her the feet, sister's yeah. feet, the way she's legs. built, like yeah. her body, like that's the one thing I will commend them for is and that's representative of us I think and then the last really big point of growing up as like someone women for us and even to this day is so true is that family is literally everything to us yeah and that's something we've grown up with just truly believing and experiencing like it takes a village and you know what I mean like the way we grew up and stuff I I feel like is very like stereotypical of most Samoan kids like they yeah um, very like ingrained in their family values and stuff like that yeah and it's also like back in the day like before I think I was like right before I hit 100,000 I had a couple because like some a lot of people were unaware like of what ethnicity I was and then when they found out they were like oh so I saw like uh some people would ask me like oh how what's some advice you have like for I don't know if you're like dating a someone person like non-someone like, people non-polynesian yeah non, people, yeah. non-polynesian people like what's some advice you have so, and like so the biggest yeah, like, yeah. well just any non-polynesian person okay. really but but more specifically white people because mm-hmm. I feel like minority people get it to an extent um they like kind of understand the nuances but I literally said like if their family doesn't like you uh it's never gonna work <laughs> it's never gonna uh-huh. work it's like it's just the the gravitational pull that like someone families have to each other mm-hmm. is like it trumps anything Everything. like any yeah. ev- ev- every single thing like you may get past a couple hurdles but like eventually they're gonna squeeze you out like like sure. they're gonna do something to like push you out if they really don't like you now okay. is the is the dislike always warranted <laughs> I mean, probably not, but that's what I'm saying. You got to have a really thick skin. If you're going to, I really hope that that person's worth it. If you're committing to that person, I hope they're fucking worth it because someone families will not make it easy. That's for fucking sure. Like if they really don't like you, they're not going to make it easy. That's for sure. And it's like, you know, like uh, it's also ironic too, because someone culture, I feel like a lot of time is very matriarchal. Sure. So like they're very elder centric, like, like, elders are are huge in, mm-hmm. in our culture but definitely like, a hierarchy yeah for sure but like they're extremely matriarchal so like if you have a someone boy for example and he has a bunch of sisters and a mom if their sis if the sisters and the mom don't like you like good luck yeah. bitch that's what i'm I saying say, good fucking luck did you watch doogie you didn't watch all of doogie kame aloha did you no i didn't watch all of it which no. like it's a cute show but i don't know why they picked a non-polynesian person to play a half hawaiian girl but what do i know yeah. um but alex iono plays like her boyfriend or her love interest who he's oh, off, yeah, yeah. he's half someone too but anyways and there's this part where they go to the homecoming next. did you watch the first episode yeah i watched the first episode. yeah and then he's like oh hold on my aunties want to take pictures of me and it was like he had like 17 aunts his mom yeah. his grandma all his yeah. cousins were there yeah. and that's very like I was very that was like the most accurate part of the whole show yeah was the family absolutely. aspect yeah well and, and like on the opposite end of that if they like you like it's gonna be the best like it's like the best they they bring you into everything they include you in everything like it's just they make you feel so loved and they have so much love to give and like they spoil the fuck out you so like either way you know I, mean? I was gonna say I don't think it's hard to like 
infiltrate or to become if you're a non-Polynesian person to become part of we're, I mean we can only speak for someone families also where we can't speak yeah. for obviously every culture but yeah. for someone families I feel like it's not hard to be part of the families as long but the easiest way to do it is to just be respectful yeah um especially absolutely. of the parents and the grandparents absolutely especially. and like, it's yeah and it's um helping to clean it's like a big yeah it's like a big house, thing and they made lunch or something or dinner if you're in the kitchen washing dishes you're yeah. gonna get engaged next week I'm <laughs> you, that, you know well and it's like this is a big one but I don't know if this is just someone families are like maybe I don't know this is just our experience with it but uh-huh. like let's say you spend the night at someone's house when you wake up, you fold your blankets. Put your blankets away. You, you fold them up and yeah. stack them neatly, right? Mm-hmm. And you wake up on time. Like you wake up early and mm-hmm. you fold your blankets up and you stack them and then when then you wait. And mm-hmm. then when everyone gets up, then you help make breakfast if they need help. Mm-hmm. You help serve, all that shit. So you like last, yeah. Yeah, the, the blankets thing is like huge in someone family. Yeah, I, I was at our grandma's house. We'd wake we up always to go to church. Yeah. Yeah, wake up before church. You gotta fold your blankets, mm. stack them up, right, and then be nice and ready to go. But by the time it's time to go, yeah. but like that, how does something about the blankets thing? I don't know why. Like, yeah, it's like know. anytime, anytime I spend the night at someone's house, I wake up, fold my blankets, like make mm. my bed. Is like I spend the night at my white friend's house, they'd be like, oh my god, and you folded your blankets because like they just don't do shit oh, like that. Like, di- you don't have to wash dishes. My mom. Oh yeah, you don't do have that. to help. You don't have to help. Like you don't have to help. Like it's just it's. That's why, like, if you're dating a, a someone person, like, you need to help and you need mm-hmm. to be respectful, like, yeah. of everyone, right? Take and you your eat shoes last. off. Yeah. We'll just eat last. Take your eat shoes last, off yeah. and you get to the house. Yeah. We're not um, an indoor shoes kind of family. No, Never. Nasty. Yeah. And then the last little bit for all my non-someone folks, I know they'll love this. They want to hear about the dancing. They want to hear about the they food. They want to hear about, about the parties. <laughs> about the parties, yeah. Yeah, well, so, well, graduation's our big thing for us. Yeah. So we, we we do lays. Like, we get tons of lays all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, a lot of people are like, whoa. Like, when you do, when you go to a non, non-someone-centric school, like, yeah. like ours, for example, like, people literally take pictures of you because they're like, whoa, I can't Look at this guy. Yeah. That's just, like, what we do. Mm-hmm. We do the lays, candy lays or flower lays or homemade lace a lot of times that was like my favorite part of graduating from high school and college was getting all my lace I know me too well and it's just so special because like you grow up like we grew up watching our we go to our cousin's graduation yeah and we'd go to their you know graduation parties and be like oh man I can't wait till it's my turn and you know yeah Yeah, and then we do like the dancing like we do like well they're like it's like kaolunga but it's like a taolunga so it's like a a money dance so it's like yeah a, it's like a coming of age like celebration type of dance yeah right? it's like a celebratory dance yeah. so you do it at like milestone events so like you get married right like a baby shower um a graduation party like mm-hmm. just huge milestone events you do like a kaolunga so you dance and then they throw money at you um which is pretty fun pretty we've fun. both we've both kaolunga before yeah <laughs> And it was really cute growing up because our cousins, we didn't do this so much when we graduated, but our cousins, because I think it's because they had so many more little cousins like us. And like, when yeah, we got to their age. We, we were like of, the youngest. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of yeah. little cousins, but when our older cousins yeah. graduated, they would do like floor shows at their um, graduation parties. So yeah. 
it would be like and it was always every summer and it was so much yeah. fun and yeah. we'd get to like mess around because we didn't live near our cousin so we like you know didn't get to see him a lot but yeah. I always looked forward to the summer knowing like oh someone's just graduating we get to dance with all my cousins and so you get to just yeah. jack around in my grandma's front yard yelling yeah at we'd each get other. dropped off like we'd go like every day of the summer to mm-hmm. have dance practice which mm-hmm. is so funny because <laughs> it's like there's like so many of us and our oldest cousins would be like in charge of teaching mm-hmm. us the dance and all of that which is just so funny like it was, it was super fun like lots of core memories I feel like yeah definitely but, with our cousins and stuff like that yeah and then like we're like a little dance troupe like all of us so we mm-hmm. learned like we learned like a, a Samoan Sasa which is like a very famous if you don't know just google it but like yeah. they're very fun very engaging the white people they eat that <laughs> shit up <laughs> they, they love it, that they watch it and they're like wow, wow. like amazing like it's literally <laughs> like so so like magnetic to them mm-hmm. which is why like when you go to hawaii there's lots of places like like the pcc like the yeah. polynesian cultural center they have like a whole floor show with all the different islands and all the yeah. different dancing from the different islands. So like a lot of people think like hula, like that's Hawaiian, mm-hmm. right? Tahitians, the like one where they move their hips really fast, right? And they wear the belts. That's from Tahiti. That's not mm-hmm. like Hawaiian. You know what I mean? They're all very different. Yeah. So like we would literally do a whole floor show with just our family because that's just how many of us there are. Yeah. So and then they'd always record show. it. And I remember one year for one of our cousins, they were everyone was laughing. And I yeah. and I'm so embarrassed naturally already. Like you would think I'm performing the halftime show at the Super Bowl. That's how <laughs> yeah, I feel. yeah, it's just in front of our family. It's just literally my aunts and uncles. And I remember so nervous. And then we watched the video and it was because one of my cousins was doing the dance like backwards and like didn't know it I, I don't oh know my like, god yeah. such a vivid memory of that yeah so. if you look up like a someone saw saw like they're very intricate like if you look up like people who compete like they they get crazy like they're super, super fun creative, to watch yeah yeah but they're very intricate so like imagine like a bunch of fucking 10 year olds like we're all like they taught us for weeks and trying then, to remember like, a like a two minute dance yeah, yeah yeah I know exactly who you're talking about though <laughs> <laughs> I won't say your name but you know who you are um um, but yeah it's like it's like a bonding experience so like yeah. stuff like that I think was really cool because it kept us very close to, to our, our culture, culture. Yeah. yeah so we could be very like well ingrained with our culture and stuff because obviously mm-hmm. like you know we um didn't live close to our cousins so we didn't like get to see them nearly as often as we would have liked to I think so and even then like remember like we had a family reunion one year and uh our family's fucking huge like I couldn't even tell you how many yeah. people are in our family truly like when people are like I have six cousins like I literally can't relate because I don't hundred <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how many I have no yeah. seriously and like we did a big big family reunion and like we met family members that we've never met before yeah and like we all wore a very specific color so, so we like knew which what city elder we were, we from. were attached to yeah, yeah and what city we were from too so then we got to meet each other it was almost like a like a fucking convention but it was just us. yeah kind of yeah <laughs> but we're all related and we're mm-hmm. just meeting each other for the first time so we all performed our own dances yeah. and stuff it was pretty crazy but like when we tell non-polynesian people that they're like what like they're so fucking confused like yeah. they're like dude what the fuck but that's just like it was so normal to us yeah. so but it was cool like i'm really grateful to our parents for like including us and stuff like that so we yeah. could feel close to like 
being Samoan you know what I mean because yeah. we are so like well especially you know when mean? you when you grow up in an area that's predominantly not Samoan at all yeah. it's yeah. so nice to see that there are more not only more of you but that like all of you like the same things you know what I mean? yeah like, and you get it yeah you know exactly I mean? like, there are just certain things like minority people know like yeah if you if the girls that get it get it and the girls that don't don't yeah literally. So sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to relate to non people that aren't part of your culture oh a thousand percent yeah they don't understand yeah I agree yeah they don't get certain aspects of things like like for example right if your parents like have like like a pull on you man like no matter how old you get like someone kids know like no matter how old you get if your parents need something from you like you're gonna do it like even if even if you're you're busy or whatever like the whole like oh I don't care like when I'm like, 18 yeah like I don't yeah. I don't care like it's I'm, I'm an adult now like that shit doesn't exist <laughs> like no. in someone's family like, like the, the utmost respect and like yeah. love for your for your elders like we keep saying but most especially yeah. your parents and your grandparents yeah yeah so like when your parents tell you no when you're a kid like you're like can I do something and they say mm-hmm. no and then your friends ask you are you gonna do it with me and you say no they're like why and then I'm like I don't they just said no so I'm not gonna do it <laughs> or if I didn't want to do something I'd be like I already asked my mom and she said no like yeah because she said so that's why like that's more than enough for mm-hmm. us you know what I mean like I don't need a reason like if they just said no because yes. I said so then I'd be like okay yeah like, got it, it. <laughs> well yeah, asked even, again <laughs> even when I was in college too like mm-hmm. I would uh ask my mom about stuff and she'd be like I no I don't want you to do that it's like sounds dangerous and I my friends would be like well she's not here I don't know you say that now, but she's going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's definitely going to find out. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And they, they kind of do this, like, uh, it's almost like a self-policing thing. So like they, they raise you a certain way and you respect them and hold them in such high regard that you almost like self-regulate. So like, you know, we'll self-regulate each other and yeah. we'll self-regulate ourselves because yeah. of how we were raised. We're like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want them to be upset with me or be disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. So we like self-correct almost, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Like it's kind of cool that you have kids that are like, yeah, maybe I won't do that because they said no. And yeah. they're like, no, what if I do it? Like we never did sneaky shit in high no, school. No. And it definitely never. wasn't until we got to high school because we moved where we yeah. saw other someone kids like Billy and like oh, yeah. and yeah. like, all our other homies and stuff like that so yeah um because then it's so nice seeing other kids your age who you don't know we're not related I mean maybe some way somehow we are like most yeah. Polynesian kids are yeah but it was so nice meeting other Polynesian kids and being like like I knew like my mom wouldn't care if I brought Kehlani over to the house but I would yeah. always ask you know what I mean and I wouldn't have yeah. to worry like is she gonna help me wash the dishes after we eat dinner exactly and put her blankets away or am See, I like I said the up? girls that get it get it and the girls that don't don't yeah so <laughs> no good. seriously that's why I I think that too like it was really cool when we got to high school to hang out with other Samoan kids because yeah. it's like you know we had we just grown up without being around Samoan people so yeah. like like that wasn't family so you know, we would see our family every once in a while, but like when you go to school every single day to like hang out with other someone people, yeah. it was like really fun. So it was like, it was like a good time because we got to like be with people who get it. Right. Yeah. And we all, like, I say this all the time, but I'm like the way that I laugh, like that's a someone thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you couldn't tell by my last name, that laugh should be enough of like an indicator besides the big say, eyes. Yeah. I was going to say, um, for our last episode that we did with Finita, I had put mm-hmm. a question on there 
and I put a question on every single one. And I had said, when was the first time you felt represented on social media? Yeah. And someone wrote, literally drew big poly girl who's loud as fuck right here (laughs) (laughs) period to be honest my identifier honestly well and that's the cool your legacy yeah literally well and that's why I said like when people are like oh like you know I didn't you know I didn't know like what you were uh if you don't know like my last name is not like a stage name like that's like my government name like that's like my actual last name that's why some people are like it's like they don't read your last name Mm -hmm. that's why sometimes I think people think I made that up or something like it's like something silly you know what I mean like yeah or it's just so foreign to them that they're like other that's the category yeah check other right yeah because that's why I'm like uh I think sometimes when people meet me in person they assume I'm Latin I think more than anything but so not so like Latin like from Spain or from no, South no like like South America Latin so like oh okay like you get like, like Colombian. Colombian yeah yeah okay. like Colombian like Brazilian like Got that kind it. of stuff but it's funny because I'm like I'm the I would be the biggest like South American ever you think I'm me, large you think me and Sofia Vergara are that's from the I'm same saying. country that's what I'm saying dude like we're not even facial features are nothing the same yeah either. like like someone like Polynesian people we were talking about those beforehand but like Polynesian people have very specific features like yeah which is why I feel like Polynesian people can identify if you get it Polynesian. you get it yeah. yeah 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 like it's almost like unless you walk into a room and you mm-hmm. see another Polynesian you're like mm-hmm. nice. you guys acknowledge each other yeah there's another one of me right there yeah. right so it's like it's like a, a radar almost mm-hmm. but like that's nice I'm I'm large I'm not saying like I'm not saying fat I'm saying like I'm huge like I'm very yeah. tall mm-hmm. and I'm very like thick you know what I'm saying so it's I think a, it's because you're so like we always say like ethnically ambiguous yeah I think it's because of that and then I think it's because women from those countries specifically brazil and colombia are like super fetishized so they're yeah. like "Ooh, you must be <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah. it's in a creepy way i've it's never like heard a creepy it, way i've never seen it like a non-creepy person been like oh like you look like you're from colombia you yeah know what I mean? like those word that they use the word they use is exotic yes oh that's and the word i was thinking and of, that's yeah. the thing too because it's like if it, it lends itself towards an ignorance because like if you only know like three ethnicity so you only know black white asian that's and then the last one you know is latin you're like Mm -hmm. okay well she's definitely not black she's definitely not asian yeah definitely not white must be latin that's why i I said it lends itself towards an ignorance because you only know four total like your your idea your idea of like the world is like so it's like through a pinhole like your perspective on the world so that's why you're like and then when I go, no, they're like, huh. so then I say someone and they're like, is that like, is that like Hawaii? They, they, they say it themselves now. No, yeah. I don't even have to fucking say it. They say no, it they just go, No, like the rock. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I go, no, like someone. That's, that's, that's what it I is. usually get, or I used to get a lot, um, like I'd either get Mexican or I would get Filipino. Are yeah like my thing well also Dason's really short too so Dason me and Dason are built very differently so mm-hmm. I'm like I'm six feet tall and Dason's only five four so I think even when they see us together every time we've met people in person now 
mm-hmm. since I started doing this, they go sister, right? Yeah. Because we have the same face. We literally yeah. have the same lucky face. Yeah. Like, or if mommy's with us, like yeah. this one girl when we went to the sulky show, she's all, it's like clones in here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, well, and that's why I made a joke once that like one time I posted a video of me cutting that TikTok cake they sent me mm-hmm. and I made a joke <laughs> and we all laughed. And then everybody responded to my story and was like, not all of you having the same laugh. <laughs> we, all, we all laugh exactly the same. It's like, yeah. it's like a copy paste shit. Right. So it's like, like me, Dason, and our brother Donovan, like when we walk out, we'll go out together. They're like siblings yeah. because we have the same fucking face. Literally yeah. all three of us are like copy paste. We're just different heights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only difference. Like and my different heights, tones. I mean, yeah, and my different heights, I mean, me and my brother are the same height and my sister is shorter than us. I'm average height. That's what the internet you're, says. You're absolutely not average. You're it short. It says 5'4 is average for- Average is like 5'6" girly huh. your facts are off are the people growing and i'm not <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> five fours, you're like five four is average but five three is short there's you're like your stones throw away from huh. five three but then, like I, everyone's short to me so I mean, yeah well I'm and not. everyone's told to me well what do you mean like we saw those people the other yeah, night at that Dason, party. oh my gosh Jason goes he's like six two <laughs> and i'm like dude he's shorter than me he's not six two like her perception of height is just so obvious yeah, she's everyone's taller, taller than, than me so I'm like, yeah nah, that guy is definitely six he's two. like six five like he was so tall and I'm you know like, who dude. was almost the same height as me niall horn that's true he was a shorty just he a was, little, i even a said that's a, that's a little guy he's a little guy he was a nice guy but he was a little guy he's a little, little nice guy <laughs> um so as we transition to the next part so we talked about growing up as someone like in our childhood mm-hmm. and then we're transitioning now to how our relationship with our culture is now so i mean i feel like you could tell from everything you've been saying that we're definitely very proud to be someone um especially because i said drew's one of one famous like (laughs) social media famous someone person like we've talked about this yeah and a woman um and we've talked about this a bunch but there is like the only representation we've ever had in media like we said was the rock and then football players and rikishi and rikishi yeah triple malu rikishi the rock that's it so um it's so cute. I love, I think those are the comments that make me the most emotional is from people saying like, the first time I ever felt represented was seeing, you know, Drew's big ass on TikTok <laughs> laughing. Like that's me. Oh my, my God. Cousins, yeah. You know? Me too. Yeah. That makes me emotion because I never had that growing yeah. up. So, you know, being that now mm-hmm. is like surreal to me. I think it's just yeah. the coolest fucking thing ever. It's really sweet. I also think too, that, um, you know, like also this is just like a side note, but like someone people for those who know who the ones who get it, get it again. Um, someone men a lot of times they make up a big majority or a pretty sizable majority of the NFL. Yeah. Right. And based off like population, like per capita, that's like unprecedented numbers. Like the yeah. just the amount of someone men that go to the NFL, that study same, is insane. Same with the armed forces. Yeah. Well, that's another thing too. So like, you know, someone, people make up a big majority of those who enlist and yeah. also those who make it to the NFL, like yeah. for people who don't understand, like the, the odds of going to the NFL for our, the average person mm-hmm. are fucking slim to none Yeah. for someone men, it's literally like 25% or something. The last yeah. time I did it, which is wild considering how few of us there are in the yeah. world. So it just lends towards 
understanding that some people are very naturally athletic. They're very agile, very large. Yeah, because as I say, especially because a lot of them don't grow up in very affluent households and with access to like, I feel like now maybe there's a lot more access to like personal training for like football or what, you know what I mean? Like lineman training and stuff like that. But like for like our dad, like he didn't play football until he went to community college. Like yeah, so he was in his early 20s when he started. When he started in community college and then he got into the NFL at 28. Was yeah. married, had two kids. That's what I'm Which saying, is like, unreal. He's old. Like he, that's considered he never, old. Well, and he had never played before. Yeah. So that's like the point. Like he was walking around campus and they were like, dude, have you ever thought about playing football? And he was like, no. Who, me? So they, yeah. And so they they put him in there and then he literally made it to the NFL. So that's yeah. like my point. Like, and and that's why like I talked about it on my um, Batty Times event. But like that, that was a thing I felt very passionate about, like a topic because- I feel like a lot of times someone, people in general, but most specifically someone men mm-hmm. are kind of revered for their athleticism and nothing else. So sure. like academia is not prioritized for them or, or someone, people in general, like yeah. a lot of times, a lot of them don't pursue secondary education unless they get a scholarship of some kind. And it's because so few of us end up actually going to college and finishing. Well, exactly. And that's like, what I'm saying. Can I can afford so- to go. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a privilege getting yeah. to that's access that- secondary education. So like you know, not going on a scholarship uh, means you don't go typically. Like you'll try and go to community college, but then you want to help your family. So you go get a job and then you just stop going to school, Um, which is not a bad thing, um, but it's just an unfortunate thing. Yeah. Some of them get scholarships and like most athletes, not just Polynesian athletes that get full ride scholarships. Yeah. um, They end up flunking out because all they, all the school cares about isn't even them getting a degree. It's them like winning a championship or something like that. Exactly. So that's why I was saying, like, I felt very passionate about that because a lot of times what happens is that college counselors, um, prioritize, they basically put them in, in classes that will help them pass, um, because they need them to play. So they, they're prioritizing their physicality over their, you know, knowledge and, you know, going to school, their degree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they basically make it easy for them. And then yeah. what happens is they either don't finish because they run out of time. Like, obviously you only have a certain amount of years to play football or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or any other sport. Cause lots of someone, women get scholarships for basketball, volleyball track, like, you know, cause we're very soccer. athletic. There's some yeah. Soccer. soccer yeah. There. There's yeah. tons of athleticism within our community. So what happens is they put them in easy classes and then they pass those classes long enough till their time runs out. And then they either don't finish their degree because they didn't take the right classes or they flunk out or they graduate. And then they do nothing with it because they put them in something easy that could not be applicable to the workforce outside of school. So like it made me very upset because I felt like they were being like used and abused for their Mm -hmm. physicality and they're not being taken care of properly. Mm -hmm. So I like said too, like, if I didn't become this, um, I would have wanted to be like a college counselor. Um, I even did that in college too. Like I tutored a little bit. I tutored football players for a while, um, just because I felt so passionately about helping them get through school. Because I think school is so important. Like if you can go and yeah. you want to go, yeah, I think you should go. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you have access to it. But specifically for someone people, because I feel like they're always like, oh, so athletic, but they're not, you know, taken care of when it comes to academia, which is unfair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It happens a lot. Not just to someone yeah, people, but no, and they're basically used like most other cultures, like mm-hmm. black people specifically for their bodies. And yeah, that's exactly. all they're really appreciated for. So mm-hmm. that's a good transition into the next point is that there still isn't a lot of representation. There's obviously more than when we were younger, and even then, like, well, 
I'll give it to Moana. That was a really, that, that was, was a big cool. win. When I had said on TikTok that I had some beef with Moana, did the white girls came from my neck, bro. <laughs> they came from my fucking yeah. neck. As if I'm not the person that's supposed to be represented yeah. by the movie. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are going to get fucking mad at me because your kid likes it. Who gives a shit? I'm not talking about your kid. Yeah. I didn't say it was awful. I just said there. I had some beef with it. Yeah, is, there were some flaws in it. Which I think wrong with that. every minority person that has a Disney movie has beef with it for whatever reason yeah. i'm sure it's not mm-hmm. just exclusive to me you know what i mean it's, it's not exclusive to polynesian people but you know i still liked it i still like you know got emotional when i saw it in the opening number because i was like oh, i can't believe it yeah because she actually does look like me low-key mm-hmm. so like <laughs> well and the way she was built her big ass wide feet i'm like yeah i'm all representation matters when I saw her feet. <laughs> It's really nice to see myself on the big screen. <laughs> Representation matters. Right, literally. Um, we also wanted to, like, I feel like we already kind of touched on this, but um, actually we didn't. But um, the men specifically within our community mm-hmm. are heavily fetishized. Oh my God, yeah. White women. Yes. Predominantly. They're, yeah. And it's not, you know, it's it's not the same for white men with someone when like they don't know they don't really yeah. do that like it's not you know what I mean like I I've always I've made this joke before I'm like white men don't really fuck with me like that like they never have I mean Dayson's gay so like it's different yeah, they like, haven't, me either yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I was like white men don't really fuck with me like that like mm-hmm. ever I think they just don't you know what I mean they're like ew you know what I mean like yeah. that's I think uh, but a lot of I times. can't tell you how many non-Polynesian girls I've met that are like "Ooh, I love a big fat strong Polynesian man you know and I'm like okay like what do you think I'm a big fat Polynesian man like why are you telling me that <laughs> yeah you know? that's why like I talked about it on my Instagram story but like whenever a very few times have I made videos about Polynesian or Samoan men specifically but Polynesian men in general because mm-hmm. I did one on about a Maori kid too but like a lot of times they'll be like actually I'm pretty sure he's Maori and it's not Maori it's Maori that's right? just white people being white people I know they, they I'm like to every culture that's, that I, is that's not exactly theirs. my point I'm like <laughs> what are what are the fucking odds you know and I don't mm-hmm. like what are the odds you're right and I'm wrong even right. though I'm fucking someone and you're not <laughs> like what are the mm-hmm. fucking odds and then they always weaponize it's the same shit for every minority group yeah. too but it's like they always like weaponize like oh well my husband's someone okay and like fucking bitch but you're not right yeah you're literally not someone so like i don't know know what it reminds me a lot of of like white women especially who were like oh i I want a mixed baby with like yeah light tan skin green eyes it's giving me fetish it's giving fetish yeah it's giving me fetish like in in a lot of you know it's kind of crazy too because I don't know we'll see if we want to keep this in but I was gonna just listen to my thought but like white women so desperately want to be with a Samoan person or like a Polynesian man in general but like let me just talk about Samoan men because that's they want to yeah so they they want to be with someone dude so fucking badly that they'll date someone who's horrible (laughs) like they'll literally (laughs) they'll literally date someone who's like a genuinely a bad person that's not that's not about like race at all but let me know if you want to keep this and you can cut it I out i think that's good I really yeah it's like they'll literally i'm just saying like 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 the ride or die shit it doesn't exist in my brain like if you're fucking awful you're fucking awful i'm yeah, not getting you it doesn't sure. matter what you look like to me you know what and I mean? this isn't saying all someone men are awful that's not what i'm saying we're not perfect you saw them on your Wait, hey 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 my boyfriend's someone so i'm allowed to say this <laughs> I'm just kidding, like, my dad is actually someone, so. actually 
Actually, I went to prom with a Samoan yeah. boy, so I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> There's my point right there. There's my point right there. I yeah. literally went to prom. We talked about it, and he was a Samoan dude, and he was well, fucking and horrible. The year before, oh, he wasn't Samoan. No, he was Tahitian and something yeah, else, but yeah. he was Polynesian. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, but I went with a Samoan dude, and he was fucking horrible. He's we'll one use, of the worst. We use him as an example yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, he truly is one of the worst people I've ever fucking met in my life. He, yeah, was, he was so centered. He was self centered. He was narcissistic. He was rude. He was disrespectful. He was fucking a misogynist. He had so much internalized racism. It's not even homophobia. Funny. Yeah. Homophobic, like, like too, just like, horrid. He was like mothered, like, and like smothered mothered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, where yeah. like he didn't know how to do anything on his own. Yeah. Like so he, he was, did. He was incompetent. Yeah. And he was horrible. Like on top mm-hmm. of that, like, so that's what I'm saying the the i guess the ideology or like the 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 reality of getting to date a someone man yeah. is almost like it trumps them being horrible sometimes yeah. like like if they're just bad people i'm not saying all someone man no, I, you know, and i'm dating a someone are, dude. yeah and i'm dating a someone man and he's fucking amazing not so that's all what I'm men not, not all, all men yeah <laughs> not all men that's what i'm saying like it's it's literally it's almost like a sickness, like the obsession with wanting to be with a Samoan person, yeah. um, which is and maybe, horrible. Maybe this can like traverse over to other cultures as well, that white yeah. women will date, like, do you know what I mean? Men yeah. of any type that they're obsessed with, that they're fetishizing yeah. and, they and they don't only, care. Like, see, that's why I say, I say all the time. I'm like, it's different if you just so happen to date minority men as like a white woman. Uh-huh. right so it's just if it's just happenstance that's one thing if you exclusively date oh someone men yeah. then you, that's a fetish babes it's giving, like that's what, it's giving, it's giving fetish. me fetish babes that's what it's giving me like that's what i'm saying like it's it's uh almost intentional at that point like you you're yeah. seeking them out um and then when they say things like oh i'm trying to have athletic babies like yes. i'm trying to have nfl oh. babies yeah Dude, like that one girl I hate it. That one girl on TikTok who made that one TikTok that you sent me a long time ago where she loved, like she's all, I love Polynesian men. And then Clemson won the the big game or whatever. And my mom sent me a video and said, you're going to date this guy. And now we're together. I don't know if it was Clemson. I'm making it up. No, it was Clemson. It was. I don't remember if it was Clemson or LSU. Look at me knowing my football facts. (laughs) Sports Um, girls. Sports girls. Sports Sports girls. Yeah. Um, And I remember I was like, this is so grimy and yeah, yeah, gross. gross. And then, and then the the comments are all like, yeah, "Oh my girl. god!" Like, I would love to date someone. Dude, like, they're oh, I so thought, good. I thought I was the only one that likes yeah, Samoan so, boys. Yeah, they're so athletic and so big. Ew, bitch! Like, ew. That's ew. like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can tell. Like, you always know when it's you one know of those. the type. Come you on. know the type, and that's why I said like a dating pattern that varies is kind of like it's just happenstance but like a one that's all one color specifically gross fetish big old, you know what I'm big old yucky reevaluate why you only date those men that's what i'm saying i always think that because i'm like because i can't fucking relate because I, I don't pay attention always to that. say i want a big samoan boy i'm singing how oh my girls i want a big samoan boy <laughs> who is a big old lineman and that goes into our next point which yeah. is that people's perception of a samoan person now um, is that we only play sports because yeah, the rock literally. is the only non-athletic representation of us even then and he even, came from a and sport even him, yeah and even yeah. him he, he he does have an athletic background did, did you watch the super bowl uh yeah i did 
you're not pieces. a <laughs> I watched the whole thing but um forcibly uh, I literally just like watched the halftime show yeah um, I was gonna say because our dad wanted to watch it so I know because he was cooking and I felt bad sitting in my room <laughs> just kidding come on. come on um I made salad I'm helpful um yeah. but I went out there to watch the game and they had the rock like um like I know he sang his game. song in the intro yeah I oh did that. I didn't see that when he did his song I just saw him like start the kickoff like of the whole game oh yeah um, I thought he was gonna sing maybe i just assumed he was gonna do that he sang the national anthem no i thought he was gonna sing his song it's about drive it's about it's power, about power. I thought was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our Samoan in my veins <laughs> our, our Samoan anthem now yeah that's right why i said to people are like i've never heard a more enunciated because <laughs> he speaks so clearly and he did it with tech nine that's so funny how random i know right but anyway so with the rocks like kicking off the game like i don't know if you saw his instagram post but they were so cute because he talked about how his dream was to win the super bowl to do all this stuff and then he obviously didn't get to live that dream he thought that he would never get to he was like i have no idea where my life is leading me now that's exactly my point i know and he was like and now i get to be I thought he was just gonna be at the 50 yard line the whole game. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. so cool. I will, probably won't see you on the big TV, but I'm very proud of you. Yeah. But then he got to announce like, this is the game, like start off the game. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and that's like a perfect example too. Cause I've talked to Billy about this before, but like a lot of times someone men specifically, right. Someone women too, but this is like a huge issue with someone men specifically because of like things like the NFL or like college football, for example, mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't know their worth or purpose outside of being athletic yeah. and that's that's fucking sad like yeah. it's they they worth they're worth so much more they have so much more to yeah. offer this mm-hmm. world than just their bodies right like yeah. we talked about so like you know someone like the rock like he was so dead set on doing that because he was like this is the only way i'm yeah. going to be able to take care of my family right mm-hmm. to to pay bills like take care of my mom like and that's such a common thread yeah. for lots of someone men specifically like i know like, it makes me emotional i know it makes me emotional too but it's it's true like they're like that's why our dad went to the nfl even though the two of us were born at that time my dad went to the nfl to take care of us specifically yeah. it, it wasn't, wasn't because, because he wanted to play it football. wasn't his dream it mm-hmm. wasn't because he was like oh i, I want to win a super bowl it, it was quite literally to pay bills like that's yeah. and that's just such a common thread for someone men specifically like a lot of times they're like i'm gonna pursue this or i'm gonna go into the military it's like one or the other yeah. because i'm trying to take care of my family remember we talked about family being like everything to yeah everything. Oh, it's making me i know it's <laughs> but it's true like that's why someone like the rock achieving the level of fame and mm-hmm. notoriety he has now no, based off nothing else other than his personality yeah and his talents yeah so fucking admirable because it doesn't solely rely on him being big. It doesn't solely yeah. rely on him going to Strong. work and, and getting fucked up every day in a football uniform. Like that, yeah. it's not solely relying on that. And that's why when they get chewed up and spit out like that by the NFL, it's so fucking unfair because they yeah. didn't get they didn't get anything out of that. They got nothing else other Same than with college. If they don't even make it to the NFL, I can't tell you how yeah. many people. And like seen nine times out of ten, they fucking make it. But like, if in the off chance that they don't yeah. for some reason, like, what do they do then? They go get I a regular know. ass job, or they never finish school because they're like, I need, I need to make money. Like that yeah. was the whole point. They literally are thinking like that was the whole point. I went to college was to go to the NFL so I can make money so I could take care of my family. Ask your average someone person if their dream was to be an NFL star. Or if they just wanted to take care of their family, yeah. ask them. I just wanted I'm to make telling money. Yeah. You, I'm telling you, like, they don't seek fame or fortune like that. They literally only want the money to take care of their family. That's yeah. it. 
They don't, they, they're not trying to be like a fucking Heisman winner. They're not trying mm-hmm. to be a Super Bowl MVP. Like they don't give a shit about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, like our, our dad, dad he loves basketball. Like if he could have ever been yeah. a professional athlete in anything, it would have been basketball, yeah. hands down. Yeah. And it wasn't but in the cards for him. It wasn't in the, yeah. Because he it. was, the way he was built and his agility lends towards football. So like he literally, like I'm telling you, ask the average someone, NFL player, I don't know if a lot of you talk to them, but if you do, right? Ask them, like, was this something that you always dreamed of? And a lot of times they're going to tell you, I mean, I just knew I was good. And then this is a way I could take care of my family. Yeah. And I love seeing people like Troy Polamalu, like go to someone, like give back to like his village and like, or to someone in general. Well, and then like the tongue of Iloas, right? Like I did like my senior thesis I did on to a tongue of Iloa and his family. Someone literally told me like, Oh, I I Googled you and I found your story. And I was like, that's like my favorite story I've ever done because Mm -hmm. I got to sit with a someone family like mine and like really see like it come to life. Like he was, you know, projected to go on this huge you know, career and he is, is. he not in the league yet or is he still no, in he college? Is. She's been in there for a couple of years now. Oh, yeah. who does he play for? The Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> fine. Right yeah. But like, see, like he got to like buy his, my story, that story is what got me the job at the NFL, by the way. But like, he got to buy his mom a new car. Like he got to buy his parents a home. Like those are all yeah, things the that they buying his mom a car. Exactly. Yeah. See, we see what I mean? Like those are not to say that they're the only people that do that. Cause obviously there are many NFL players yeah. who take care of their families. My point being like a lot of times they're not seeking the fame and fortune. What they're looking for is to take care of their family yeah, and then security the for their family. Yeah. yeah. And so then like, if for some reason it doesn't work out, they're like, what do I do now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything else other than football. And like, that's the part that made me emotional emotional because that's what makes me passionate because I'm like you know we have so much more to give like someone people are so fucking talented like they're so funny they're such great musicians they're such great singers they're such great dancers like they can offer so much to this world and because of like the way society is built a lot of times we're only revered in physicality framed them to only be one thing yeah like truly like pigeonholed someone men and women into like this is what you're good at so this is what you should stick to so that's why like people like me I feel like are really fucking cool because it's like you know it's not because I'm a really good volleyball player <laughs> that I'm like that I'm like in the mainstream news like it's not because of that it's just that's because, why, like because we played soccer growing up predominantly so yeah. if we ever did meet like my dad would like like eagle eye like another Samoan family on the field he goes yeah whose kid is theirs because you don't see a lot of them out there no never so that's why like you know some I a lot of times when I do interviews too and they talk about like how did you get so funny I literally accredit it to like my family because Mm -hmm. I'm like because we used to roast each other all the time that's how the fuck I got funny like that's most someone people are are I know truly like Billy was just telling me yesterday he's like you know what's funny is like because a lot of his best friends from like college and stuff are all Samoan dudes and he was saying like you know what's funny is like someone people are like some of the funniest people ever I know like they they really are they're like some of the funniest fucking people most Polynesian people in general but yeah yeah and they can like and they can all take a joke like that's like yeah I know like I was like teasing Donovan our brother the other day yeah. And he was getting mad. And I was like, dude, you, you can tell you didn't grow up with, with cousins. Because he's the youngest out of like yeah, a lot of cousins. Yeah, he's like the youngest of us, um, well, yeah. You can tell you didn't grow up. Um, well, you can't yeah, take that's... any jokes, dude. Come on. Well, that's what makes, I think that's what makes you funnier. It's mm-hmm. like being able to, I mean, you, you got to be able to take it. If you're going to yeah. I got to be able to take it, right? Which is like, I say all the time, I'm like, I could never take a joke when I was a kid. Yeah. I could never take a joke. And then my mom was like, if you don't learn to take a joke, no one's going to want to be your fucking friend because it's exhausting. <laughs> and I was like, oh. 
and then, <laughs> and then it got better over time yeah. so that's why i'm saying like you know can you imagine if i was still like that now i never would have made it i know you're like no <laughs> one's allowed to be mean in my comments only i, I can make fun of people no seriously um so. what was i gonna say so i think that's a great note to end on mm-hmm. so we always like to end on things we can do well things y'all non-polynesian people can do better to someone people um <laughs> I, my first, my biggest one is always don't group, um, all of us together because yeah. every culture is so different. It's not yeah. like in America real, you could tell someone from the East coast. Like, it's not like that. Like it's very specific. Mm-hmm. And most people who are, uh, Polynesian, Micronesian, Melanesian, all of those like Pacifica cultures are very in tune with their culture and take it yeah. very seriously. and um and they take a lot of pride in their culture so I put don't group us all together and then don't assume things of us so just because you see a someone person on the street I mean we didn't even get into non-Polynesian people getting Polynesian tattoos that's a I think a TED talk for the next time yeah literally um we take like I said we take a lot of pride in our in our culture and in our values and beliefs and um don't assume things of us yeah and also ask how to pronounce names yes the cool thing about all the interviews I've ever done people are like um can you tell me how to pronounce your last name so I don't want to butcher it which is what I asked too if I don't know Mm -hmm. um but like do you remember that clip that went viral of that reporter it was this white lady and there was this um Tongan dude he had a really long last name or no he was someone I think and he had a really long last name and she was like I'm gonna try to pronounce it to be funny and then she literally butchered the fuck out of it. And then his mom was standing there with her, with mm-hmm. him. And she was literally stone faced, dude. Like she didn't yes. find that shit funny at all. And then he goes, yeah, it wasn't even close. Like he didn't laugh. Like it wasn't funny. And then she was oh. like, oh, <laughs> give him my best shot. And then it went viral for the wrong reasons. Everyone was Yikes. like, fuck this bitch, dude. Like everyone was so upset, rightfully so. So yeah. um, don't do that. That's not funny. Hey, hey, um, don't do that. Yeah, hey, don't do that. Because my first name is obviously made up. Oh, it's yeah. not Samoan at all. My mom, yeah. my parents literally pulled it out of their butts when I was born. <laughs> um, So my name's like a triple whammy. Like people are like, yeah. you know, so. But I do appreciate when people ask me how to pronounce my name. And if they repeat it back to me, I know they're listening. If they don't, then I know they're not listening to me. Shit like that is so important. It's so small, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's microaggressive if you don't even give a shit. Like if you don't give yeah. a shit to try, it's microaggressive. So don't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's, that's not hard. Like it's not hard to, to give your best effort, I guess. So. Yeah. And to just, you know, really educate yourself as much as you can and yeah. truly be respectful. Mm-hmm. you know not Everyone's just, just doing their best yeah. so just try your best <laughs> there you go so that wraps it for episode seven um thank you so much for listening in if you do have anything that you do want us to talk about mm-hmm. please dms we'll probably run another poll get some yeah. um insight Inspo. yeah on what y'all want to hear yeah. um our episodes will actually be uploaded on tuesdays from now on we're moving from Woo-hoo. wednesday to tuesday And yeah, so we'll see you next Tuesday. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye.